Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 341. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is Stephanie Thomas, who is co-owner of Happy Bees Pest Control. It is a local pest control company, but more than that, they are also just wonderful people to get to know. They are very uh, unique in the sense that they really want to preserve the the lifestyle of having a home, but also uh, making sure that we're caretaking for those uh, insects that don't get a lot of love. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this conversation, but make sure that you're always following our guests in their socials and following us at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. All of our social is under Finding Arizona Podcast. Brittany does a wonderful job making sure that their current update, one of the things that you guys should go check out, newsletter, which she updates weekly, and the blog, which is more of a personal side of what's going on in our lives. So that's updated more routinely and i'd like to say that we've previously put out a episode on our vlog which is available on youtube everything is just letting you guys a little bit more inside of our lives and inside of who we are as a group and a family so we hope that you guys stay connected with us let us know who you want in next and that being said we'll get into this episode this is episode number 341 happy bees pest control we will see you on the next one This podcast episode is sponsored by the No Global Membership. Get into the room to network with other women you want and need to know. Link to join the Global Membership is in the show notes. Claim your freebie today. Hey guys, it's Jose. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Have you been like me, been outside every three months just doing your own pest control and you're frustrated, you had it up to hear from your wife? Well, I got a place for you happybeespestcontrol.com. They are the number one, first and only pollinator friendly pest control company in Arizona. And I wanna give you a chance to save $25 by going over to happybeespestcontrol slash finding AZ, or just give them a call 602-529-8797 to get everything from pest control, rodent control, mosquitoes, and bed bugs. Tell them Finding AZ sent you and get your discount today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests every week, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, one of our gracious sponsors, first off, thank you. And secondly, one of the most dynamic, interesting uh, pest control, like one-to-one person I've ever met. Like, so honestly, when you've come to our own home and have done our backyard, ladies and gentlemen, the, I want to say founder, CEO, can I say that? Yeah. Co-owner. Co-owner. Yes. Uh, Stephanie Thomas. How are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your time and all the time. Like we've just, again, I want to say you've just been so gracious and fun to be around. And just, again, I've learned so much from you. And one thing I want to just say is that you're someone who jumps in feet first. And it's just so like when we had our little consult at our own home, it was so fun to just kind of discuss, you know, just different, get into the minutia of certain things about what you do. So that was fun for me, but I want to just take it back take a couple of steps back and just say welcome. And the first question that we've asked everyone who comes through our doors is how is the pandemic treating you? What has been kind of the happenings since 
the beginning of the pandemic? Well, the pandemic, honestly, I am fortunate to have not not been um, really too uh, impacted personally by it. I haven't known a lot of people that have gotten sick or or worse. And um, yeah. as far as I know, I've, I've managed to avoid uh, avoid it myself. Business wise, though, the pest control industry actually um, saw a pretty a pretty decent increase in business because I think primarily because a lot of people were working from home and they just realized mm-hmm. how many bugs they actually do have. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just really like you start to, um, when the four walls become, you know, more of the everyday thing and you just start to notice those like, Oh, critters are here. And there's like little yeah. things that kind of like pop up. I mean, even in the walls, like, you know, your nails, like the little things that like, you just yeah. notice smudge marks and things like that. You're just like, ah, I got to clean it. Or, ah, I got to get fixed. You know, that yeah, sort of thing. Needs paint or yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, you know, the increase was kind of a, a kind of a silver lining for you guys. I imagine that yeah. there is something else as far as like, was there any pivoting, as far as like, I can't imagine because you guys are pretty like, like mat like mask and everything. Like you guys are pretty like up to date on like the the cleanliness process and what the CDC requires and things like that, right? Yeah, we we've always been um, pretty pretty big on you know we always wear gloves and we always have. Yeah. Um, so adding the mask into the mix wasn't really a big um, issue for us. And, you know, additionally, we, you know, bugs, bugs come from the outside. All of them do. Yeah. Even the ones that infest the inside of your house, they, they all come from the outside, whether they're brought in or, or what have you. And so generally speaking, we don't treat the inside of the home anyway, mm-hmm. unless there's a reason to. So there wasn't a lot of adjustment to be made there either. You know, we, we never go inside the house pretty much. So for as far as that goes, you know, we always let people know that we're there, but for the most part, it didn't really have a huge impact on us. Yeah. Okay. Well, that I mean, again, that is something that I'm very like, we're trying to, the thing I bring up most is silver linings throughout every kind of scenario, business, whatever it may be. There's always been that kind of like, Hey, we've had this downfall, but in the mix of it, we've also seen something that kind of brought us back to life. And so I, I think I run that you know, through the gamut of like also with the safety of uh, procedures along with those that like people are starting to come back after the pandemic and just keeping some of these safety protocols and stuff like that. So I imagine that there's going to be a a new transition um, to the world as post pandemic kind of comes, you know, out of it. And I'm just like very excited to see this new mix a very highly motivated, highly like just entrepreneurs that are wanting to do really great things for their community. And so the word community is the reason why I bring into the mix of you and your business, Happy Bees Pest Control. I want to say that you are also local to this area. Can I make that? Can you guys tell us? Like, I love to understand what the origin story of happy bees pest controls and how it came to be yeah so i am a phoenix native and um, my partner melinda she was born in the bay area and um she spent some time in seattle and then she moved here and she started in pest control in seattle and then when she moved here i think she moved here in 2000 
seven, something like that. So she's been here for quite some time as well. And so the majority of her pest experience is here in the Valley, although she has worked nationwide and she's done, um, she's worked in management. She's been in the field. She's worked in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. My roles in the industry have run the gamut too, from sales to management and so on. And so with the experience that we, that we have, you know, both of us have worked in various roles, which allowed us to see sort of how the businesses are run. Yeah. And we learned things that we liked and things we didn't like basically. Sure. And we, we both felt that there were things we could do better. And with the pandemic, um, you know, I think a lot of people just realized kind of what's important to them, you know, mm-hmm. like you guys, you had a baby and I know that you got to spend some time, you get to work from home and spend time with him. Yeah. And I think people just realize like what's important to them. And this is the only life we know we get. Right. So like we just better make the most of it. And so yeah. we kind of decided that we were, we just wanted to start our own. You know, we, we, we pretty much have been running these businesses anyway. So we just figured we think we could do it better. We think that there's uh, an opportunity for pest control to uh, get a little bit better reputation as far yeah. as like what the impact on the environment and that kind of thing. So that's, that's why we decided to start. I love it. I love this. I love this again, two individuals who just, again, really, this story is kind of, I want to say it's not commonplace, but it is something that we started to see started from my end to see when we've become more um, introduced into the business, like the small business world. And it's just people wanting to break out from uh, some of the norms that they, you know, just kind of like being boxed in by these. And so I just agree with you when they're saying it's healthy competition. You don't want a monopoly in the, in the, in the space, but it is healthy competition in the set in the sense that you guys are local. You guys know what you're doing. You guys understand this environment and appreciate where you come from. Um, so I have no problem. Like, again, having you come to my home who, which, you know, for me too, it's like my home is 60 plus years old that I, yeah, you know, same. is part, I want Weird. it. I want it to be healthy and I want it to be still a part of this healthy 60, like 60 plus year life. It's like, I want to keep that uh, same. I don't want to hurt any of the landscape or any of the environment around it. I want to do what I can to prevent, you know, the, the critters. And so, you know, you understood that and you could appreciate that from my end. And so to have someone who can relate on that level you know, to understand that is, is someone that I would love to have come back into my home and just really be a part of my, you know, what I do here to keep my house, you know, protected. Yeah. Yeah. My, my neighborhood, my house was born, uh, built in 1954. Oh. So it's a similar neighborhood to you guys. And it's, I mean, I, there's some funky things that go on with these houses. Right. But yeah, but the same as you, you know, the insects serve purpose, but I feel like everyone pretty much wants the same thing, right? You, 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 like, I personally don't care if, you know, the bugs are out in the back of my yard, like living their best life, like have at it. That's yeah. fine. I don't go over there anyway. I just don't want them in my living space. 
Exactly. You know, I don't want them inside my house, you know? And so I feel like that's what most people want. Right. And so that's, that's what kind of what we do. And that's the approach that we take where if this is a, if this is an issue that is, is a problem, then let's solve the issue. I don't, we don't just treat the symptom. We, we want to get to the root of the problem, solve the issue, but we also do that in a way that is best for the environment. Like our right. overall goal is to reduce the, the, the amount of pesticides that are in the environment um, overall. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we use targeted applications, which what that means is like we treat where the issue is. We, we, we identify what the pest is. We find out where they're harboring and where their nest sites are and things like that. We treat them right there. We don't yeah. just basically, you know, saturate the entire yard with, with, you know, insecticides because it isn't necessary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand that. And that makes total sense to me. Like as as it, my issue was ants, you could kind of, you could see the protrusion where they were coming from. You and I actually went out together and, and we could understand like, that's where the hive. And so, yeah, that's like, totally makes sense. It's like, this is the target area. I'm going to focus here so that we can eliminate where they're coming from. So I think like, I totally agree with you on the approach. Can I ask you this? Um, one of the unique factors, and we're talking about this environment and where we come from, and specifically here, there's a unique factor in the sense that some yards here in Phoenix get flood irrigation. Mm -hmm. Now, that's city mandate, or that's kind of like on their schedule. Have you seen a difference between flood irrigated homes versus non-flood irrigated homes and what might come up? Or because this is a particular question that if I was a homeowner, you know, being interested, it's like, would I need to worry about bugs more if I have flood irrigation or not? Actually, Melinda's house gets flood irrigation. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so you it's not necessarily going to bring more bugs. It's just something that, again, the pest technician needs to understand that hmm? and treat accordingly. Okay. So there are some products that we can use that are granules that are, you know, they basically sink in. Yeah. Like they get watered in kind of, yeah. um, or, you know, there's different, there's different things that you could expect with regard to the flood irrigation, um, just because of, of the behaviors of pests and the different types of pests, like mosquitoes, for example, they, they, they lay some of them, certain, certain types of mosquitoes, they lay their eggs in, in the grass Got it. and they, it's almost like they they know when to hatch because like so they'll just stay there yeah. dormant for months and then when it rains they all hatch and that's why their mosquitoes are so bad after the rain yeah um, and so it's really just it's it's doing an inspection of each and every property and that's why we we like uh, we tailor our service to each person mm -hmm. to their property. So while we offer the same level of customer service to everybody and the same, you know, um, expertise and everything, no two houses are the same. Absolutely. I mean, even if you have track homes where the two are identical, they don't have the same landscaping. They don't have the same, the, even the humans that live there don't have the same behaviors. And so each house is different and, and we customize the, the program based on the individual need. Absolutely. I, you know, that's something that I, Again, 
as we discuss this and we we talk about this more and more, I'm just finding it more approachable, uh, digestible as a customer to like say, hey, look, I, you know, for someone like myself too, it's like, I know what the target application is, like target area is. I'm like, I see it day in and day out as I go to the, you know, backyard. I, uh, again, I just, I love who you are. Again, one of the things I would love to kind of get into is you're a person who gets into the minutiae. You love talking about what you do and the creatures that you deal with. So, you know, yeah. I would love to understand where this passion, where it came from as like early childhood, were you into critters or, you know, bugs? Like, what was it? No, really not at all. In fact, so I I met Melinda um just you know in a just social environment and through talking to her you know i was in a job that i wasn't necessarily jazzed about and and i was talking to her and she said well why don't you get a job in pest control <laughs> and i said i was like what like why yeah <laughs> you know but so anyways i mean she was passionate about it she'd already been in the business for like i don't know 15 years or so by then mm -hmm. and she just, you know, she told me about it and I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds really cool, actually. So then, you know, that's what I did. And I, you know, like you saw me at your house, like I got goosebumps. I was such a nerd. Like, I just like, it's, they're just fascinating. If you, yeah. you really like sit down and, and watch them, how they behave and, and like what they do, you know, they, it just, they're really interesting. And so like, absolutely. I'm just, I'm a nerd. I just, I totally it's, it's okay. Like that's, that's one of the things I loved about you. It's just like, again, it's like when you see the passion, like, again, it's something, it's like nothing that you ever feel before. It's, it's definitely, it breaks through the level of like our conversation, how much like we got into it. Yeah. And so for me, it, it, the excitement comes from, okay, this person just cares about what they do. So I just going to let them, you know, be passionate about what they do. I know that I'm taking care of because they're not working. They're doing what they love to do that. I just, yeah. again, once that I know that I let that go because you're the artist, you're the, you're the create, you know, the creative. And I'm, I'm just, I, I really just want you to work. And like, that's, again, I think having that kind of relationship or at least understanding like, Hey, this is something passion that this person has once you understand that, it's like, okay, well, I'm okay with, you know, being your customer and letting you do what you do and just let you, you know, help me. And so that was just, again, having that conversation with you was so much fun. Uh, the other thing too, was like, I wanted to ask you, it's like, do you get into those nature documentaries? Like, is that something that you're into? Do you have like an ant farm? Like what? What's, <laughs> That's funny that you say that. I was just talking to a friend of mine last night about ant farms. Um, yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but when I do, it's, it's almost always like something that's nature or animal related. And it, it it's, I'm just fascinated with, with, with all of it, you know, with this planet yeah. that we have and, and really just, it's just so interesting to me. And, and like yeah. you said, like, I am passionate about it. I, I'm, I love, I'm a problem solver too. So like, yeah. I really want to solve the problem and help people, but I do also really enjoy it. And I think people can tell that and it builds trust and you know, it's, it's just fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that we can absolutely admire about anyone who, again, whose business is what they love doing. Cause you, it, the old saying goes, it's like, you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. And right. so 
that's the thing that I think is just so encouraging about a lot of the people who come in our podcast is that I want to continue that forward, continue to understand, you know, the passion where it comes from and just highlight that and give that to you, to my, to my viewers. And so that brings in the, the, the fantastic customers afterwards. Um, the other thing I would love to get into is just kind of your day to day. Is there something that you like to keep in your, in your day to day to like, besides you know, maybe coffee, it's like meditation, workouts, you're going on walks. Is there anything that you like to do to keep you balanced away from the business? Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm all over the place to be honest with you. When I'm not working um, on this business, I am usually either I like to cook and I, uh, I make strawberry, chocolate, strawberry bouquets with oh. fresh flowers. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I paint, like there's a lot of, a lot of different things that I do, but I'm also like kind of, I just, I'm all over. So, I mean, you might catch me one day reading a book or I might be painting or I might be fixing something or awesome. doing yard work or whatever. It's never the same thing every day, but I, I, I stay pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's similar to me. I'm kind of a man of many talents. Like I, I Again, I have a lot of like skill sets, but I just not perfect mastery of all of them. Uh, just like, uh, again, I love doing a lot of different things, getting very um, into certain stuff. And then I just kind of like, I'm not very mastery of them all, but it's again, something that I get very interested in and I'm all over the place. So I'm in the similar boat. I'm like, one yeah. day you'll catch me on the computer. The other day I am like... Uh, working out the other, you know, other days I'm trying to create something, uh, from nothing. And it's just like the ongoing thing of just differentness, different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I same thing. Like whenever I paint, I mean, I'm really bad at it, but I like it. So, you know, Again, I just, yeah, I just, I, I'll get an idea in my head and then I'm like, Oh, this turned out terribly, but you know, it, I had a good time doing it. So yeah. Exactly the same thing um, I do with my iPad. It's like I do graphic art. So I'm just like, I just draw, like sketch different weirdo things. And I get uh, requests from friends of like, you know, help me out with stuff. And so I'll just draw and draw and draw. And, you know, it's all different. Like it, sometimes it goes somewhere, sometimes it doesn't. But again, yeah. it's like I've always been told if you just constantly do it, it'll somewhere will it'll lead to somewhere else and it'll open a door and you'll just keep creating until you actually stumble into it almost with designing yeah. and, and drawing where i come from uh so again i just i'm very fascinated by you know again what entrepreneurs do when they're not doing the thing that they do because there's some level of like creativity comes from somewhere and so yeah. i imagine like you're similar so this is again where all these different pin like areas that you go to just draws back and it helps feed your passion for this business. So, uh, yeah, I think, it's, I mean, I don't know if, if what your experience has been, but I've, I've found that a lot of entrepreneurs that I speak with the, the small business owners, um, mo I would say many, if not most of them seem to watch very little TV. Yeah. Like they're basically like their brains are always going and they just, as soon as you start one business, like you already want to start another one. Mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's really, it's just like so much fun. 
And it's so like satisfying to just make something out of nothing. Yeah. And absolutely. And watch it work. So yeah. it's just, yeah. Blossom, just create you know, yeah. a snowball effect. And I'm the same way. It's the same thing with podcasting. As soon as I started this one, I had ideas for others that I still have in a notebook that I are like in the back of my head that I still want to like create. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's there. And I just, again, it's there because I want it to be stayed there until I have the time and like, um, you know, the little guys involved with it. I want him to be like some involved in it. And it's just like, again, I, I have so many things that it's like your mind keeps going and going yeah. and going. Uh, so let me ask you this. I would love to understand, you know, some of the goals from this business, uh, for you, from both you and your co co owner, you know, there is a level of like, what we'd love to do here is community over competition. So allow yeah. our listeners to help you out. And if there's a goal that we can help you uh, achieve by the end of this year, put it out into the universe. I want to make this happen. Yeah, so I, there's a couple things that we've done already, um, which like we collaborated with the Phoenix Zoo um, nice. for one, like they had an auction event. Yeah, so we donated to that. Um, it's just it's in line with kind of our whole our whole mission with being kind of pro planet and um, you know pollinator friendly and all that. Yeah. Where we really, I mean, okay, so it's a business, right? And ultimately, we we don't want we don't want our livelihood to be in the hands of anyone else. Yeah. So we, we feel like if, if we're going to fail, like it's going to be because of our stupid decisions, not because of somebody else's. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, but we also like, we do believe in this community and we want to, um, we think it's important to educate, educate kids about mm-hmm. what insects do and might not like it all the time, but they're here for a reason. And it's, it's important to us for kids to kind of learn that aspect instead of just instantly squishing every bug they see, you know, think about it. Like that's a living thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's one thing that I've wanted to do is a little bit more outreach with maybe, um, going into schools Mm -hmm. and doing some kind of a, a presentation for kids and again, it goes back to the ant farm type of a situation, um, which I might actually build one on a larger scale. You know, those ones that we had in our childhood, but build a bigger one so that kids can see like really how big the colony is, you know, and, and how how intricate their their nests are. Yeah. Um, so I, that's there's really I mean, things change day to day. We have a lot of goals, um, of course above and beyond just being a business and wanting to to be profitable there's a lot that we want to do with the community yeah absolutely i think one thing if i can make a suggestion for the ant farm and just kind of from a creative standpoint just like see if you could do something where it's like the point of where concrete to their playground like where the the you know yeah like where and you can kind of see like this is what you're you know your playground looks like and from a you know from a section right and this is what their colony looks like underneath if underground yeah then come up this is what the uh the picture of it in my mind that i have is like 
uh, on a large scale, maybe uh, three feet by three feet um, square. Yeah. Couple pieces of plexiglass, and within that, have an above ground and a below ground. Yeah. So that they can see exactly that. I love that. Um, and see, you know, like this is what you see uh, above ground is you just see this trail of ants, but they might stretch for forty feet. Yeah. But where are they coming from? Like you gotta, you gotta figure that out. And there's the easiest way of doing that is just to watch them. Exactly. And I love, I love. Again, I hope that it comes to light and and it's something that you can create. And heck, I know that it can be possible because I've seen it myself. I've seen the unique ant farms before. So, um, you know, good luck. I hope that you find some. I might have someone because I know one carpenter, like a couple, actually a couple, like maybe two or three that could possibly do it. But it's always a unique because it's a project. It's, It's one of a kind. So it's like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> who's ever built a giant ant farm before like as they're under exactly, their belt yeah. exactly <laughs> um let me uh again this has just been so fun to talk to you and and i love being a part of this you know kind of person who highlights um businesses like this let me just kind of end our conversation as to you know you yourself if there was something that ultimately um you know kind of the retirement goal and just kind of the ending of this, where do you see happy bees in the placement of like, let's say an orca or something like that with being competition wise, but like later down the years, when you guys are looking to retire, maybe uh, give it to the family members. <laughs> where do you think that this ultimately is like that higher goal for you guys? So we've talked about that a little bit. Um, and we haven't really decided on how much growth we want right so we've talked about perhaps expanding it into like a a franchise situation that could grow larger or maybe just keeping it smaller and just you know keeping it Mm -hmm. with just a handful of texts or what have you um and ultimately like the end game um we haven't decided on that if we're going to uh try to train train other people in the, our family to come yeah. up with us and take it over at that point or if we would ultimately end up selling it or just have somebody else manage it once we retire and let mm-hmm. it continue you know baby so, steps i understand yeah completely. we just we haven't we haven't gotten that far yet we've discussed it a couple of times but we're just at this point we're having so much fun with just building it and, and doing the work that we haven't thought that far ahead Completely understandable. I appreciate your honesty in that. And that's, again, that's what we're here about. And I hope from our perspective that a lot of people who are questioning, um, you know, the bigger brands and are questioning their own skill set and need like, you know, this level of like help will come to you. We'll help you. We'll listen to this episode, understand your passion, understand where you guys come from and just, you know, reach out to you and and request that, you know, come by, help you know, survey the house and give me, you know, help us out. I hope that there's someone, if we can reach out to just one person who's on that fence, yeah. I've done my job. <laughs> yeah. We, um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a difference between, companies like ours and then the bigger guys where you know 
sometimes, I mean, I've had people come to my house that clearly were in a hurry or they just maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and I've seen it in businesses that I've worked at before mm-hmm. in pest control businesses where these guys are held the metrics that they have to meet yeah. and they have to spend at least a certain number of minutes at the customer's house, but no more than a certain number of minutes. And they, um, you know, they can't idle in their truck for very long. And, you know, and it's just like, I, that just sucks all the passion, even if they were happy yeah. about, the, you know, they loved the job when they started, but it just, it just destroys their, their character, you know, like they're, they just aren't happy about it. And so they're, they don't care as much. And for me, it, it's, and it's not even their fault. But for me, I just, I want to, I get out there and I just want to solve the problem. Like it doesn't, that's one of the beauty beauties of owning your own business is that I don't have anyone telling me that. Like mm-hmm. if it takes me an hour and a half to figure out what your problem is, well, that's how long it took me. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, well, you know, I can only afford to spend 30 minutes here and then I have to move on. So, you know, that's, yeah. I really love that. And, um, as far as like somebody that might be on the fence, you know, we, Melinda and I both are very happy to help mm-hmm. with whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. And we have, so, I mean, there's been times where people would post something on Facebook or whatever, you know, I just, you know, it's Saturday night. I am leaving in the morning for a trip. I came home to all these ants in the, in the house yeah. Maintenance isn't here, you know, like whatever, what have you. And so I private messaged her and I said, look, this is how, this is how you can solve it yourself tonight. Yeah. And I just told her, this is what you need to get. Here's where you can get it. Here's how you use it. You know, the ants will be gone in the morning. It's fine. Boom. Right. And just like things like that, like, one lady has chickens in her backyard and she was having flies. She didn't want to use any pesticides in the area. So I told her how to solve that yeah. naturally, you know, like yeah. there's a way for fly. I mean, the chickens eat larvae. So anyway, so we're, even if somebody is not at the point where they want to hire pest control, but they just have one issue or whatever, we are more than happy to answer any questions that people might have. Awesome. We'll do video chat if that's required. I mean, it, we yeah. really, at the end of the day, we just really want to help people. Absolutely. And I love that. Thank you so much for your honesty. And like again, I think that this is something that we can all kind of empathize and appreciate. And I, I, I just, I can't get, enough of how much I just enjoyed talking to you, understanding your passion, getting the vibe of like, you are someone who we can trust and and just come to and just rely on. And I really appreciate all your time here today. As we reach the closing end, I would love to just, again, I want to tell people Happy Beast Pest Control is a sponsor. So I would love to just let it plug the um, $25 off that Finding Arizona has with you guys. If you want to just let them know what that's about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, If you're looking to get pest control service, you can go to happybeespestcontrol.com forward slash Finding Arizona. And um, there's a contact form, fill fill that out. And your discount will be applied uh, on your first service. 
Thank you so much for that. And we do leave the end for you to kind of promote your business. Um, we would love to hear the social media, the website, the uh, phone number, address, anything that you want to promote for the business, go right ahead. And if you also have events or if you're looking for techs, now's the time to do it too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're um, Happy Bees Pest Control. We are um, pro planet pet friendly, pollinator friendly, women owned. Um, we have 30 years experience. Melinda is actually a certified entomologist. So that's very beneficial that's to awesome. have that on staff. And, um, you know, our website is happybeespestcontrol.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at happybeespest. And our phone number is 602-529-8797. You can text or call that number. Thank you, Stephanie, for all of this time that you've given me here today. It's been a lot of fun. And at the end of every our podcast, we have our little intro, uh, outro. Sorry. Um, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. All of our social media is under Finding Arizona, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, there is a place for you to go to do so if you want to become a super fan. That's uh, Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There you'll receive bonus content. And again, Go to happy best pest, happy beast pest control, uh, dot com slash finding Arizona podcast. Just fill out the form, $25 off your initial service. And we thank you, Stephanie, so much for being here today. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Of so course. Much. Thank you so much for having me. And at the end of every podcast, we say kisses, hugs, and belly rubs to our four legged friends. And we will see you on the next episode. Good night. y'all.